Welcome to the Embracing You podcast with your host, Eric Pothen. We are all on our own unique journey to discovering ourselves. Each episode, I will help you navigate the journey within to reconnect with and discover the innate love you have for yourself. This podcast will cover topics from self-love to eating disorders and body image to mental health and to overall well-being. My goal is to help you honor and embrace yourself so you may live your most authentic life. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Embracing You podcast. It's been a while since I've been able to sit down and record an episode for you all, but I've been working through some things that have been taking up most of my time. However, I'm excited to be here today with you, and I'm looking forward to spending some time together. Since our last episode, we've officially transitioned from winter into spring here in Minnesota, and summer is right around the corner. I've been enjoying the longer days and the sunshine, and I really struggle with seasonal affective disorder, and I'm noticing such a difference in my overall affect when the sun is being out for a longer period of time. I spent some time reflecting this past week on what I wanted to do an episode on, and one idea particularly resonated with me becoming more embodied through emotional awareness. On the surface, this topic seems quite simple. However, have you actually taken the time to reflect on the emotions you're experiencing and take the time to process and feel them? One thing I've really been working on in my life is allowing myself to feel emotions as they arise. I have been incredibly guilty of feeling an intense emotion and then suppressing it. Most times, I don't take the time to acknowledge exactly what emotion I am feeling because it feels intense and scary. I don't want to experience them. Ultimately, I realized I didn't trust myself that I had the skills to maneuver whatever emotions surfaced. However, as I've continued to work with my therapist, one thing that we've discovered is that I do have the skills to maneuver whatever emotions surface. My biggest realization is that I just haven't given myself the opportunity to fully experience an emotion. I've also been really working on living a more embodied life. That is, living a life in which I respond to the physiological cues that my body is giving me to help me stay grounded in those feelings as I maneuver the present moment. So often, I can experience an unwanted emotion, begin to ruminate on that emotion, and then move out of my body and dissociate. When I dissociate, I disconnect from my physical body and almost feel like my mind is in an alternate universe. It's quite scary, actually, and it can often take a while to come back into my body after those moments of dissociation. A lot of what I'm about to talk to you about reminds me of the episode on connecting body and mind with Stephanie Somatics, but I feel like ever since that episode with her, I've been on my own journey of becoming more embodied and creating a stronger connection between my body and mind. It hasn't been easy, and it has forced me to sit and address some really uncomfortable emotions and things in my life. So, let's actually talk about how we can become more embodied through having more emotional awareness. First, let's talk about the very moment we start to notice an emotion surfacing. For me, when I experience an emotion, I normally have some sort of physiological response and feel the emotion somewhere in my body. Once I notice this cue, I try to pinpoint where I exactly feel this emotion. 
For example, when I find myself anxious, I typically have a physiological response of a tight chest and an increased heart rate. After I'm able to identify and feel the physiological response, I then try to identify whatever emotion it is that I'm experiencing. And for me, this requires a pause. This requires me to zoom out and reflect on what is happening in the present moment. Some emotions can show up in my body in a similar way, but I have to really take the time to reflect and identify the actual emotion it is that I'm feeling. For example, in my body, anxiety can feel similar to excitement. However, excitement typically shows up as tightness in my chest and some tingling in my head. I've been guilty of quickly labeling an emotion whenever I feel it in my body, but I've quickly learned that after I truly take the time to pause, I was actually experiencing a different emotion. Diving deeper into the space of becoming embodied as you experience emotions is challenging work, so let's practice here. I want you to close your eyes if you're able to, and I want you to think about a particular moment in time that made you anxious. Maybe you think about a time you had to give an uncomfortable conversation with someone. Maybe you think about a time that you had to give a presentation at school or at a meeting. Maybe it's about a time that you had to make a hard decision. And once you have started to think about this moment in time, I want you to see if you're noticing a physiological response in your body. Do you notice a physical difference in how you feel? Okay, good. If you're noticing a physical difference in your body, the next step is to identify where you're feeling this physiological response. Maybe you feel it in your chest. Maybe you have some tingles in your fingers or in your face. However your body is communicating to you in this moment is the right way. If there's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, it's that there is no right or wrong way to feel the emotions in your body. Everyone's body communicates differently with them. Before we move out of this space, I want you to spend a moment here and tell your body and yourself that you are safe. And that this emotion is just trying to communicate something with you. It wants to be heard and experienced. There's no need to be scared. There's no need to run away from it. You can experience this emotion and trust you have the tools to maneuver it. I now invite you to take a couple of deep breaths and when you're ready, you can open your eyes. If you're anything like me, experiencing and fully feeling an emotion in its full capacity for the first time can be slightly scary. Like I said a little bit earlier, I used to suppress emotions as they arose, 
And to be honest, I still do from time to time. But the only difference now is that I make sure I have the time and space to allow myself to fully experience the emotions that are showing up in my body. A big part of the healing work I've done on myself the last couple of years has been developing greater awareness of when I feel triggered. It is from this space of being aware that I then have the ability to pause and choose a new path to take as opposed to resorting to old habits and behaviors whenever I feel triggered. One of the things that I rely upon to help me have that awareness is paying attention to those physiological cues that I talked about towards the beginning of this episode. I've learned that these cues are communicating something to me and that these cues want me to pause and listen because they're trying to help me become more grounded in the present moment. They are trying to help me navigate things in a way that honors my experience in the present moment. When our thoughts aren't listened to, honored, or experienced, they can get quite loud. And I believe that sometimes it takes more effort to quiet the loud voice in our mind than if we chose to just sit with whatever emotion we are experiencing. Now, I want to be honest and say that this isn't something that's easy to do, especially if you've been conditioned to ignore and suppress those more intense emotions. This is a practice that will take time to master. However, I've learned that when I can allow myself to be vulnerable, lean in into whatever emotion is showing up in the present moment, and stay in my body by honoring, listening, and responding, the emotion fully passes through me and is released from my body. Sure, there can be some lingering feelings after I allow myself to enter into this space, but I've noticed that I hold on to fewer things when I honor the messages my body is giving me. For me, this is so incredibly different from noticing an emotion and suppressing it. When I do this, the emotion and experience sticks around for much longer than if I were to just honor it in the present moment. And it is so freeing when you notice a physical shift in your body after those moments of honoring it. I want you to think about the last time you cried. What were you feeling in your body leading up to that moment you cried? What did it feel like when you gave yourself the permission to cry? How did it feel after you cried? How did your body feel? I notice that my body feels tired after I cry and that I feel like I can audibly exhale and find a little peace in the present moment. I consider myself an emotional human being, so naturally I cry often. and. I don't really have any shame in that. After I cry, I thank my body and my mind. I like to envision giving it a big hug and letting it know that it is safe. And that I appreciate it for helping me release what was taking up space in both my body and mind. And that it takes courage to enter into a space where we can release emotions through tears. I recently took a trip to Philadelphia and I bought some prints from a vendor at a market. One says, the heart sweats in tears. Another one says, it's always the things that we didn't do that we end up thinking about the most. And the final one says, 
Before it became knowledge, it was experience. When I think of these quotes, I feel like they can all relate to today's episode. More particularly, the second and third quotes. It's always the things that we didn't do that we end up thinking about the most. And before it became knowledge, it was experience. When we don't allow ourselves to fully experience an emotion, it stays stuck in our body. And it makes sense that it can resurface and take up more headspace than we would like it to. Before it became knowledge, it was experience. I hope this quote inspires you to find some curiosity in discovering what you can learn and feel if you choose to dive into this mind-body work. Our bodies speak to us every day and we are given the opportunity to listen. Each time we choose to listen, we lean into our true authentic selves and open our hearts to the present moment and how powerful it can be when we can live in the moment. Not in the past, not in the future, but in the now. The journey of becoming more embodied by honoring our emotions is challenging work. The journey of becoming more embodied by honoring our emotions is powerful. The journey of becoming more embodied by honoring our emotions is healing. And yes, all of these things can coexist at the same time. It can be both challenging and powerful. It can be both challenging and healing. There's no right or wrong way to go about this journey. And I hope you feel empowered to begin this journey if this concept is new. And I hope you feel empowered to continue this journey if this is something you're already working on. And most importantly, I hope you know that you are safe as you dive into living a more embodied life. Well, I hope that this episode served some purpose for you and that you are leaving our time together feeling heard and inspired. Until next time, I hope you take the time to place your hands over your heart and let yourself know that you are safe and that you are loved. I hope that you honor your emotions and give yourself unconditional permission to experience them in full and embrace all parts of the journey because there is so much beauty to be found when we can experience the present moment in our bodies. Much love.